quite so much today. Uh, first of all, Chris, I do not appreciate being called Travis Street Culture. I show up to work every day. There, there's a, there, you can say a lot of things about me, but I show up to work every day. Not Friday, but I'm yeah. going to show up to work every single day. Slee, how you feeling? Probably I'm about not to be. I'm about to be. I'm going to go from playoff Sliwa to first round exit Sliwa. <laughs> that, that's what well, it's, it's still the playoffs, uh, right? That's what it's looking a little bit like. Ooh, uh, it's going okay. I mean, kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know what happened here, Trev. What what was it? So I do. I do. 12, 12 hours ago, we were, what, probably around halftime. Or no, we're probably in the third quarter by then. It did yep. not take very long to get very far in that game five to realize, yeah, Lakers got no shot in this. And, oh, by the way, they don't look very interested. They don't look like uh, this is a game five in the – uh, first round where, you know, obviously you go down three games to two, 80-plus percent of teams that win game five. I know Anthony Davis is not there, but, man, they looked incredibly – you punch, they're putting their hands up and saying, well, we're not punching back. Yeah, it was – so <laughs> let, let, let's go back. And, and, look, we want to hear from you guys today, 877-710-ESPN. Get in and tell us your thoughts on all of this because we've got a million things to get to today. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here, here, Here's the rub, Slee. You yep. and I were texting a little bit during the game last night. And to your point, that it did not look like they were present from the jump, right? That, that halfway through the first quarter, I sent you a text, kind of kidding, but not really, saying Lakers are going to lose by 25 tonight. And they did. They, they, they lost by 30. They were down by 30 at the half. This was a team that very clearly, very early on, you know, sometimes the home team gets gets a, a rush, right? You get that adrenaline. The Suns have, I think it was what they say last night, 15,000 people in the building. So essentially they have a full home crowd advantage. That, that So for them to come out and jump out to a 10, 12, 14-point lead, not a huge surprise. What was a huge surprise is that the Lakers, to your point, never punched back. They never got back in the game. Other than LeBron James, and he was only okay, they really had nothing going last night. It wasn't that they lost. It's a little bit that they lost huge, but it's the way that they lost. 100%. It was the way that they went out there and just seemed kind of, well, I guess no AD. We're just going to get our ass kicked. That's what LeBron said. And that's exactly what happened. It was just shocking the passivity involved in that game. That, that's uh, that's what I take away from the game. More than anything else, I mean, you know, I, I mentioned this. We did uh, – Lakers were down 30 at the half, at halftime. Mm, mm. I, I'm doing a halftime report, and I'm saying I think it was 66 to 36. So I'm 36 trying to – 36 points at the half, too. How about that? I'm trying to, like, explain to listeners who were just driving around and said, let's, let's catch the game real quick. Uh, no, it's 66 to 36. Um, you, you said something there, and this is a point that I'll, I'll make until we start next game, you know, starting tomorrow. Um, where was the, well, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down swinging. Where was the, um, I get it, Anthony Davis. Look, Lakers are not going to win many games without Anthony Davis. Let's just, let's not pretend here. They're not going to, especially, um, just think about the scenario for the Suns yesterday. You can't lose if you're Phoenix yesterday. You just can't. AD's not playing. Yet 16,000 fans in Phoenix. The most important game they've had in 10-plus years since the Nash Stoudemire days. Yeah. Um, momentum is starting to shift. If there was a chance, it was yesterday, and you felt like, look, Phoenix is going to take advantage of it. But the problem I had with the Lakers yesterday um, – too many quotes saying, yeah, we just didn't come out with the right uh, right amount of energy. Yep, you know, they, they punched and we didn't punch back. 
that's the part that I don't understand. If you're going to go down, at least can you send some kind of a message? Can you let Devin Booker know you can have fun out here on the perimeter? You come inside. It's a different story. Send some kind of message. There was nothing sent. The only thing sent was the momentum that the Phoenix Suns had yesterday in Game 5. Give me a reason why they don't carry that momentum into Game 6. Yeah, it, look – I listening to Devin Booker after the game, and they were asking, okay, wh- where are you? He said, look, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to close out the defending champs. It's going to be hard to close out LeBron James. I believe that to be true. But I believe it to be less true than I did 24 hours ago. Look, had, had the Lakers lost the game yesterday, had the Lakers gone out there and they lose the game somewhere between one point and, I don't know, eight or nine, right? Sure, it, It's sure. a game. You're thinking, look, they played a game without Anthony Davis. Trust me, we're going to spend a ton of time on Anthony Davis today. Mm-hmm. Street clothes, right? That's the, what Charles Barkley hit him with. Just a brutal, brutal shot. Um, but Which that's kind of what BS. it was. I got to be honest with you. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, there, there's there's a lot there. The, the, mm-hmm. He, the Lakers were never in it. This did mm-hmm. not feel like a team that was having a bad night. This felt like a team that was outclassed. This felt like a team that really wasn't in it in any meaningful way. This felt like a team that had one guy who was able to do some stuff. LeBron James made six of ten three-pointers. He, he, he was okay. It, well, it, it, and it also came, I'll tell you, Trav, that came when it was the game was already called. I mean, it yeah. was in the third quarter, so yeah. it, it wasn't like it was happening in the first ten minutes of the game. No, no, and, and look, I, I am the LeBron James guy, right? I am mm-hmm. a huge LeBron James. You, I've said it a hundred times. LeBron is the one that makes all of this stuff go. What LeBron does is get himself involved, and that gets everyone else involved, and that frees up everybody else to make shots, and that didn't happen. But nobody could do anything else. Dennis Schroeder had zero points. Okay, this is a guy that's saying no to $84 million contracts, and he's getting zero points in, 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 a, in a 2-2 game five in the playoffs? I mean, I get having a bad game, sleep zero. What in the world is that? I, I this is this is my this is my fear for tomorrow. My fear there was such a yeah. You know, if you just kind of look at the body language of the Lakers, you, actually, I hear John and Michael talk about this. John had a really good point during the broadcast. He said you don't even have to look at the score; just look at watch a couple possessions and look at the body language. You already know who's dominating this game, right? Lakers kind of. Uh, heads down, slouched, Phoenix running up and down. Um, the one thing you didn't want from yesterday's game, and here's the reality, Trav, if I'm going to try to find a positive perspective off of Silver this. Silver lining time. Well, that that one's tough too because I, I don't think there's <laughs> – the, the, only, the only thing I could say about yesterday's game is it only counts as one loss. That's it, right? Like that's the only thing that you could take out because – Unfortunately, when we usually do silver linings, we have a few more things that we can talk about. What I didn't like about yesterday's game is that the Lakers, I mean, they gave they they gave this body language as if I, I don't know how to explain it, Trav. I mean, I have more doubt that the season is coming to an end than I've ever had this entire season, right? Like there's there's never been a point this year where I thought Yes, we've said the Lakers just got to be healthy, and that stays true. That doesn't change. You know, if Anthony Davis can't go tomorrow, um, I think you're packing your bags and you're calling it a season. I think that very well can happen. But when I say that body language, when I when I talk specifically about how the team looked, that part concerned me more than anything because this wasn't a team that looked like they lost a game. They looked like mentally they looked they looked defeated. You know what I mean? I do. I, you know, I, like you said, it's one loss. They, they, the series didn't end last night. It's three to two. They're coming back to L.A. tomorrow. They get a chance to even it up and hopefully go back to Phoenix and try to rewrite whatever it was that happened last night. I, yeah, it's one loss. They're down three to two. But it also is one moment, 
right? And 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 I think all, all of us that love sports, all of us that watch a ton of sports, watch our favorite teams, watch other games, watch other playoff series. You don't you don't have to be a Laker fan to have felt this last night. You just need to be a sports fan to have felt this last night. There are moments in a series where you go, oh yeah, this is over. This is this is not going to be a competitive and, – and, and sometimes it, you can have a blowout, right? There can be blowouts in series. You go back to those Lakers-Celtics games uh, in the 80s, the Lakers sure. would beat the Celtics by 35 points in a game and turn around and lose by one the next day, hmm. right, or the next game. It, it, it's not Wasn't the Wasn't it the, the Memorial Day massacre? Right, right? exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it, so blowouts happen, but there's the way that it – feels in moments and it's of who's available Anthony Davis it's the other guys on the court are they comfortable in the moment and none of those guys other than LeBron James look particularly comfortable and yeah it's one game but the moment itself felt like they had run up a white flag like not only are we going to lose tonight but we are on in a position right now where we don't feel good about our chances moving forward and it's LeBron James is still going to have a Laker uniform on tomorrow night so it's not over as long as he is playing, it's not over. But to your points, Lee, and I agree with you, I have not felt like this about this team all season long. It was always, let's see. Let's see what LeBron can do. Maybe AD can go. Maybe they can get healthy. Maybe they found their groove. Maybe this, maybe that, maybe the next thing. This is the first time it's like, yeah, it just, does, it just doesn't feel like this is going to happen. And by the way, this is not uncommon. We're reacting to a 30-point loss the morning after, right? So, you know, maybe by the time we get to tomorrow, you and I are feeling a little bit better. Maybe we're going to get a chance to hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel this afternoon. Um, you know, I'm sure a couple of the, the players. I, I don't mean to cut you off, Lee, but you're yeah. on these Zooms all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You you participate in the Laker conference calls. What are your expectations for what he what, – what can you say after that other than, look – we got pounded. We're going to throw that one in the trash. We got to go back to the drawing board. I mean, what, what can you say about last night to get you feeling better about tomorrow night that isn't already pretty obvious? Well, I, I don't think anything's going to be said, you know, obviously on that call. My question is in the locker room, is there, you know, what is that sense of pride? What is, there are, there are champions, obviously, in that locker room. Marcus sure. Gasol's won a champion, um, a championship. KCP, Caruso, go kind of down the line, some of the guys that won last year. So I, I think the question is going to come down to, and I, I thought uh, I'm going to read something from Coach Vogel yesterday. He said, we'll find out what we're made of and how bad we want this. By the way, that that kind of – that throws me off a little bit of the yeah. how bad we want this because yesterday it didn't look like they wanted it that bad. Does that – you know what I mean? Like, Well, I, I just don't know why you have to go out there in a game five and get your, you know, your butt kicked to – oh, yeah, well, this now, now it's important. It was pretty damn important last night. Mm-hmm. And now you're on the brink of being eliminated in the first round, first time ever in LeBron James' career where you might go out in the first round. I, I, I mean, as far as wake-up calls go, that, that one's way too late. It's, it's so funny because you go back just two games ago when the Lakers went up 2-1, to one, you're like, there it is. There it is. They, they, they yep. found Clippers it. Were down, Clippers were down 0-2. Lakers were up 2-1. You and I were talking about coordinating permits for Figueroa, and uh, we were just <laughs> – I was on the phone with Garcetti. Right, right. It, it, I mean, it, it, it happens fast, and it mm-hmm. happened last night, and I just don't know. Put, put, I, I just don't see how they win. Without Anthony Davis, 
mm-hmm. I don't see how they win these games. That LeBron James can do a million things, but he literally – because let, let, let's go back. Let's go back a million years ago. The first team that LeBron took to the finals in Cleveland, right? That's right. Wasn't yep. a very good team. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was not a team that was loaded up with a bunch of future Hall of Famers. That was not a team that was loaded up with All-Stars. Quite honestly, that was a team that was loaded up with a couple of decent players and a bunch of NBA jerkmen. That, that, mm-hmm. That's what it was, and he took them to the finals. That was also a LeBron James that was in his 20s. Sure. That was also a LeBron James that was physically just so much better. Does he look right to you right now? Does he look? Yeah. I was going to say. It's an all series. Mm -hmm. He's gotten gotten 2.5% better game to game physically. But there was a moment in the first quarter, right, where he's coming down the lane a million miles an hour like he does. He catches a pass, and he's uncontested at the rim. And he just kind of drops it in there. Usually LeBron's tearing the backboard down in that situation. He just kind of, I, I just don't think that physically he's right there. And it's not to be unexpected. His age, the miles mm-hmm. on the odometer, the injury that he had for the first time in his life a couple of months ago, all of these things coming together are coming together at the worst possible time. And the other guy that needs to be there? I was going to say, and I was going to say, Trav, and I think, you know, Anthony Davis is able to hide so much, right? Like, we don't talk – you and I don't spend a lot of time, and I don't spend enough time when I'm doing you know, Lakers talk or I'm doing the postgame show talking about the other guys. You want to know why I'm not? Because most of the time I'm spending the where, – where was AD? AD should have done better. Or unbelievable stat by, by LeBron and AD. And, oh, by the way, Caruso had eight points. What a solid game. He was plus 18 on the plus minus. You take AD out of the mix, and now you needed all these other guys to step – Lakers pretty much had to play perfect basketball yesterday. And it was the complete opposite. You know, we, you and I talked about this most important guy coming into um, Game Five. You said, I think you said Dennis Schroeder, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I said Andre I think Drummond. I was right. But by the way, by by the way, I said Andre Drummond. And my excuse of not saying Dennis Schroeder is, I'm like, dude's going to give you 20. Like he's going to make yeah. it happen. Uh, you know, in tonight's game that was yesterday, but nobody showed up. Dennis Schroeder. You know, it, it's kind of interesting because. A lot of these players that are on this Lakers roster right now, there's legitimate question marks. I mean, Montrez Harrell, the Lakers spent their offseason money to bring Montrez Harrell. You're not using him, so it's kind of no. it's 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 a wash of why you even brought him here. You actually should have probably used that money somewhere else if you were going to use him specifically in the playoffs. This is a six man of the year um, last year. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. I think you know if he turned down 484, which was what what was reported from the Lakers. I think yeah. you're actually kind of sitting back now, saying kind of okay that that we didn't give that money. Let's see what happens in the off season. I don't know what Andre Drummond's going to do, but there are a lot of players that the Lakers have obviously put, um, you know, put their eggs in their specific basket to just try to help LeBron and Anthony Davis. But what's what's a what's a very I guess you can say a dire situation is when. AD's not there for a game, and none of those guys deliver. Yeah, it, it, LeBron can do a lot of things, but he cannot win a game one-on-five, and that's basically what the Lakers were asking him to do last night, that if you get no, nothing, and, and I mean it's, it's literally not a euphemism, no, no, literally nothing. nothing. He gave them zero points. KCP gave them zero points. Kyle Kuzma had a few, but they were not terribly impactful baskets. THT and Trez had a little bit, but it was late, and it was mean. They literally got nothing from the guys that they needed to get things from, and even LeBron James can't do that. Even LeBron James hobbled can't do that so there's there's a million things to get into we're going to talk about ad street clothes as charles barkley called him that's all coming up we're going to take your phone calls as well 877-710-ESPN Travis and Slee 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 710 ESPN. Oh, that's awesome. I now envisioned everything Chris said. I, I see it. I see it, it. it. First of all, you you don't need a reason to eat a hot dog. You just it's there, so therefore you eat it. My shoes would be on, by the way. I I would keep my <laughs> shoes on out of respect. Out of respect, I'd keep my shoes on. I, I'm jumping the the line here a little bit. This is kind of a little bit of an ask slee. Okay. Are, are are you a barefoot guy? Are you the guy that only puts on shoes when you have something to do? Are you usually are you the shoes in the house even at ten o'clock at night guy? Um, no, by the time I get home, it's like, all right, let's take the shoes off. Let's take the shoes. But I, I'm not walking outside saying, grabbing the mail with uh, no shoes gonna say, on. I was just going to say, you're going to the mail. You're putting shoes on or not? I'm not walking to Trader Joe's barefoot, okay? <laughs> you're not doing your power walks with your Starbucks and your uh, bare feet? Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> can I, let me, I want to throw out a quick question to Laker fans out there. So, yeah. you know, listen, we, we can obviously go back and, and talk about game five, and I'm sure Laker fans are going to want to do that, but... Tomorrow is a brand-new day, and Lakers got the Phoenix Suns at Staples Center in Game 6. So whatever happened in Game 5, as best as the Lakers can, turn the page, move on. We'll see what happens with Anthony Davis. Um, I'm curious if Laker fans think that they still have a shot in this series. Let's say Anthony Davis does come back, but he's just a percentage of himself. I'm curious if Laker fans think that, no, this is it. The series is over, and yesterday felt like the series was over. So if you guys want to comment on that. And by the way, if you disagree, or if you think, no, they still have a chance. LeBron's on the floor. Maybe AD's come back. You can give your thoughts as well. 877-710-ESPN. So with that in mind, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is some positive news, Laker fans. Here is some news that will make you feel better about going into Game 6. Graphic on SportsCenter right now. Most first-round games without consecutive losses to start their career. In second place, okay, in second place is Tim Duncan. 34 games without first-round consecutive losses. That's pretty impressive. That's second place. Mm -hmm. In first place is LeBron James with 71, hmm. okay? With 71, with more than double the next closest amount. He has played 71 first-round games and not lost back-to-back. So, obviously, hopefully that gets to 72 with tomorrow night's game against the uh, – Well, the that, I think, I think Trav, that was for the game four and game five. Game four and game, oh, four right, and game right. five. Oh, right, right. So, it's, it's over, right? It's, so, so, that, it's, it's, that streak right. was broken. Yep, streak ended last night at 71 games. Three in a row? Do we go for never having two in a row to getting three in a row? That would be. Uh, I mean, what, what is he? One of the stats uh, Funch has put out there: fourteen and zero in the first round. So he's never lost in the first round. I mean, yep. I, I think a lot of these things. Obviously, it's so impressive. But when you're in the moment, it's like it's tough to apply any of that to what's happening with the Lakers right now because this is just such a different scenario. All right, let's try our first phone call: eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We're going to start in Walnut with Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis and Sleep. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on, guys? I don't want to be uh, gloomy, but kind of like I kind of felt like what Slee was saying earlier. I thought watching the game, maybe by the time the second, third quarter, it's like a boxing match. Like we got 
beat up and we barely made it out the round. But it's like when you was going back to the corner, your head was down like you knew the fight was kind of the momentum switch and it was over. That's how I kind of felt. I was watching the game. I, I ain't finished watching it. Which is crazy, Paul, because uh, – and and do me a favor, Paul. Thank you for calling in. Next time, just watch the whole game because I had to watch the whole thing. All right? While well, everybody else was, you know, <laughs> enjoying uh, right. Denver. <laughs> everybody else was going I, – I tweeted out, Trav. I'm like, why doesn't TNT just switch the game over? Just go to the go to the. Kevin Portland. Harlan was basically telling people to turn it off. <laughs> and that's funny because they're sister companies too. I know. Kevin was on you know, NBA TV. The Blazers and the Nuggets have got a wild one going. It was it was pretty funny. I was just waiting for Harlan to start doing just play by play for the actual uh, <laughs> actual Denver uh, Portland game. But I, you know, I I think there's something to that. And listen. If there's one thing that this series has showed, momentum keeps changing drastically. I mean, after Lakers lost the first game, you didn't think, oh, the series is over. But no. you said to yourself, okay, you know what? Um, let's see if Lakers can get back into gear. And then before you know it, Trav, they win two in a row. Everybody in L.A. and every Laker fan was starting to say, the series is over. No way that the Phoenix Suns are going to come back. They're going to beat the Lakers in game four. And then obviously AD goes down. Everything changes right away as well. So can there be another one of those moments? There definitely can. It's just hard, I think, right now at this morning to think that you know something, uh, something big is going to change. Let's try another one. Long Beach is the next stop. And Nate, Nate, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? So 15. Well, I would say, first of all, that uh, – the whole LeBron thing is like this. LeBron, in order for him to be able to get to the paint, you got to score some buckets from the outside. What's happening in this series is our role players are letting us down. Can't and hit a shot. I don't want to look. Look, I don't want to be the one to say it, but I am. AD can come back. LeBron can score thirty. AD can come back and give you twenty-five and twelve. And if those role players don't step up, the series is over tomorrow. Simple as that. Appreciate you well, calling in. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, thanks, Nate. I, LeBron needs some space. Lebr- LeBron can do a lot of things. I've said this a million times, Lee. Whatever the basketball question is, the answer is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. But I, I, apparently there's a limit to that. It can, the answer can't be LeBron James coming off of his first ever real injury in his career without the second best player on the court and everyone else doing nothing. <laughs> That's yeah. not a, yeah. a combination that works. And, you know, I – it, it, it's not a, a, an exaggeration. It's not a euphemism to say that they're getting nothing. They got n- the Can second I- best Laker last night mm-hmm. on the court. If you're just starting the game, take LeBron's the best. Yep. Who's the second best player? Dennis Schroeder, right? Mm-hmm. And and he gave him zero. Can I can I say something zero. too on, on on some of these role players? It's not all box score as well. I know like. Nate is mentioning LeBron needs more space. Lakers were down 30 at halftime. Give LeBron as much space as you want. Uh, they were down 30 at halftime. There was a run, I think it was 22-1 to 1 or something like that. I, I think one of these things some of these other role players could have done, and you know what? It didn't happen in Game 5. Hopefully it happens in Game 6 tomorrow. Trav, there's just a certain energy you got to play with. There's a certain pride that you got to play with. Like I said, you know, Cameron Payne can't have 14 points, 6 of 7 from the field in 7 minutes of play. There's... There's a certain style of basketball that even if things are not going right, you could kind of stand there with your chest out and say, well, listen, we're still the defending champs. You're not going to walk all over. You're not going to disrespect us on the court. Lakers looked – I mean, they got slapped around yesterday, and you kind of walk away, Trav, and you know, this is a word you don't use all that often in sports. 
They were disrespected left and right and did nothing about it. Yeah, they didn't push back. They, they that that was as big of a part of the story last night as anything else is that they got dominated basically from the jump and really never seemed to be that okay, here you know what, at least at least Chris Paul's on his back. At least Devin Booker is screaming at the referees for a flagrant foul. At least at least there's something going on about how, hey, we're not gonna stand for this and it really never happened. Paul got hit in the shoulder, but that was more incidental than yeah. anything else. It, it, it was there was certainly no intent in any of that stuff. Let's try another one. Let's go all the way out to the nine oh nine and Colton with Nick. Nick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, I just seen like uh, the start of the first quarter. I mean, the, there was no energy. Um, LeBron needs to do a lot more. He can't go to the he can't go into halftime with uh, seven points as being the superstar of the team. And uh, I just felt there was no energy. They didn't come out with no energy, no pride. Um, and I think I don't know. It kind of makes me feel like they maybe the players and the role players know something that maybe AD's not going to play tomorrow and. Uh, they're throwing into the towel early. Um, in order to win, they need a they need to all step up and uh, group up as a team. Yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting, Trav, and I appreciate you calling in, Nick. Um, you know, maybe some of that, you know, that body language didn't start yesterday. You know when it started? Second half of Game Four, when they knew yeah. Anthony Davis was out of the game. Right yeah. when 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 we got that report, AD out for the final. Uh, 24 minutes of the game. I remember Michael. Michael and I were talking about this yesterday in the pregame show. I'm like, Michael, why? He's like, they came out like stunned, shell shocked, right? Like, uh, well, what do we do now? And I, I don't think that that's far off of what we saw yesterday. So I, I think you could actually say that six straight quarters that the Lakers, since Anthony Davis has been out, have kind of, I, I guess, in a sense, maybe it's whoa me. Oh my gosh, it's another injury. Which I get it. It's Anthony Davis. But I don't think that's a stretch from what Nick is saying. They they do kind of have looked since AD was out that they don't believe they have a shot. Yeah, th- there's one part of that that I don't agree with. I He's right about they need more out of LeBron, and LeBron can't have seven points at, at in game five of a 2-2 series. The that's, team that's lost yesterday. That wasn't, a, I, that wasn't an individual person. No, no. It, LeBron isn't the reason they lost, but he's part of the reason that they lost. That, sure. It's not on him exclusively. The one thing that he said that I don't agree with, is that they had no pride, that they went out there. I don't think that's what it is. I, I think, And I think the athletes, the players, know it better than Alan Sliwa does, than Travis Rogers does, than anybody that's watching this from their couch, right? Sometimes you just know. So, sometimes you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't have an answer for this. It's not that I don't care. It's not that I'm not going to compete. It's not that I'm not willing to go out there and do whatever it is I can do. It's just that my best isn't good enough, right? For for instance, and this is a a gross exaggeration, a gross exaggeration. But if you said to me, hey, Trav, get a bat and get in the batter's box against Trevor Bauer. It's not that I don't have any pride. It's that I got no damn chance. It's that I can't. It's that I just don't have an uh, – I don't have an Trap, answer but, but, to what he's given me. I, I, I get that, but we're making the Phoenix Suns look like they're the, uh, Slee, they're the Slee, 96 Bulls. How, how much better were the Suns last night than the Lakers? I get it. that The Suns, Suns aren't going to win the NBA championship. I understand that. They could. That, they, it could happen. No, no. They're not going I, to. I don't think they're going to, but yeah. it could happen. It, I, I, I don't even think that they get to the finals. I mean, but, but the point is this. It's not that the Suns are great. It's that the Lakers aren't. It's that without Anthony Davis, without some work from those supporting players – I don't know if there is an answer for what we saw last night. The answer was in street clothes. 
The mm-hmm. answer w- has a groin injury. The answer to these questions might not be available at all. And without him, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. In fact, let's pick it up right there, Slee. Let's let's talk about street clothes, what Charles Barkley said, because here's what I did starting People this People love throwing around my- these uh, nicknames, huh? Okay, there, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. I have 12 different things that I have heard or read said about Anthony Davis from the end of the game last night until this morning. We will do that next. It's coming up. Travis and Slee. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The answer, the answer is five, no. Chris. The answer is no to that. The answer no, is not. five. <laughs> five days since our last Ashley. And I, I I tweeted this out a little while ago. So I can't help but notice when you, you put out a nice little tweet right before we start the show. Here's yep. what's coming up on Travis mm-hmm. and Slee. You always seem to leave Ask Slee off there. I can't. Well, I, I kind of. What's going on? I feel like that's your thing. You know what I mean? Like well, I it is my leave that I leave that to you. I, I'm not I'm not worried about you forgetting to tweet something about Ashley. So I I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Just just to just to put your mind at ease. Yeah. We have plenty of good ones today. Okay. We we are good to go. I don't have to get on the listeners for doing. I do want to read a tweet really quick. This is from Big John Two. Always like seeing a new name. Thank you for weighing in, Big John. Here's the silver lining to last night's Laker game. Thank goodness Schroeder turned down the extension from the Lakers earlier this year. Imagine being saddled with that contract for the next four years for that production. Zero points. That That's going to be a hard one to live, to live down, Slee. That you can have a bad game, but yeah. zero in the amount of time that he was on the court. Zero in the, the game that it was, the importance of the game, the fact that AD wasn't there. That's a tough one. There's going to be, um, you know, hopefully we're not having this conversation uh, 48 hours from now and we're talking about the season being over. Hopefully it's not happening for another month and a half or two months. But the reality is there's going to be a lot of question marks about the Lakers moving forward, right? If, they, if they're if they eliminated in the first round, if Phoenix, if, let's say Anthony Davis can't go tomorrow and the Lakers end up losing a game six or game seven, Dennis Schroeder's name is going to come up a lot. Um, I'm sure a lot of Laker fans will bring up some of the old players they had last year. So oh, yeah. they'll be that. That's going to be a conversation I think that we'll have at uh, at the right time. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear Hotline. And here's what I want to do. So I want to start with what Charles Barkley had to say during halftime of the TNT show last night. That uh, you know, obviously, it's a 30-point game at the half. The Suns were up. The game was over by this point. And Charles Barkley had this to say about the Lakers and Anthony Davis. I told you, the Lakers can't win this 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 series. Forget about the championship. They can't win this series without uh, street clothes. I'm not even – you want to explain that? I call him Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in street clothes. Yeah, I, I get what Ernie was trying to do there, Saliba. <laughs> uh, what? But it didn't need any explanation because he wasn't the only one. Let me continue. I want you to listen to Jay Will this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin talking about Anthony Davis. That's the right thing for me to say about Anthony Davis. I got nothing to say. I mean, AD needs to come back. AD needs to play. What I will say, Greeny, because I'm going to put respect on people's names, 
Devin Booker play with that Mamba mentality last night. Mm -hmm. And last night, you know, I saw CP3 lead a team playing hurt. And if Wesley Matthews hits him or not, I know what kind of dog is in CP3. I don't know what kind of dog is in Anthony Davis. And, and, and I see it when he plays well and he's aggressive. It takes a lot for him to get there to be that person. But now we get a chance to see the character of AD. And I know he's come off a lot of injuries. We're asking a lot of them. But this is, this is why we play the game. This is that moment for them. Okay, so street clothes, not a dog. Here are some other things that I curated from last night to where we are right now, both um, online, on television, on radio. Soft, street clothes, injury prone, fragile, on the ground, finesse, a leave and icy hot. I'll explain that one in a minute. Not a dog, unavailable, lacks heart, Charmin. Snoop said he's more hurt than Mary J. Blige records. I mean, th th this is not one person who has a bone to pick with Anthony Davis. This is a litany of people calling him out. This is not subtle. This is not, hey, um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's really he can't do it. Th this is, when you call a guy street clothes, when you say a guy does not, doesn't have the dog in him, when you say he's a, a, there's more hurt than Mary J. But th these are body blows against his character as an athlete. Why is everybody so comfortable making a run at this guy? And here's, here, here's what I think the answer is. Because they know he could go. Because they believe that he could go out there and give them something. That he's not one of those guys that will say, you know what, this is going to hurt like hell, but I'm going anyway. They believe that to be true. I, I you know, I, I'm pausing here because I think uh, I, I think I'm going to try to hold back a little bit, but I think this is such BS. I really do. I think this is such BS that you got so many people running their mouth about Anthony Davis that weren't running their mouth during last year's championship run. So many people that now all of a sudden because it's so convenient. You know what Charles Barkley also said when he was calling him street clothes, whatever he is. He said, mm. "It's stupid. Why did he fly out to uh, Phoenix? Why did he go out there? Why is he?" I mean, groin injuries are seven to ten days. He should have stayed in L.A. and uh, and been getting treatment. If you're calling him out for going to Phoenix because he wanted to give it a go, if you're calling him out and you're calling him street clothes because a guy is trying to make an effort in the pregame or see see if he can play in Game Five, it, it, Trav, it's BS. How, how do you call somebody out when you don't know what their injury is? All, all I heard was this about the groin injury: seven to ten days is how long it takes for that groin injury. Listen, was there was there contact in that groin injury? No, there was not. Has Anthony Davis missed? If you look at the regular season, he misses about 20% of the games if you look at his just overall uh, uh, portion of his career. But these same people that are calling him out, why weren't they calling him out last year? How come they weren't calling him out in the bubble when Anthony Davis was carrying the Lakers? When you could have made a case that LeBron James or Anthony Davis was the finals MVP, I would have still gave it to LeBron James. But mm -hmm. why is it so convenient for everybody to start running their mouth now? By the way, Shaq, who said the icy hot and all that other stuff, yeah. Shaq was also the same person that didn't take the regular season seriously. Didn't One of the reasons why Kobe and Shaq had their arguments was because Shaquille O'Neal didn't want to use the offseason to prepare when Kobe Bryant was doing everything he can to get better. These are It's so convenient to sit the way Charles Barkley was, the way Shaq was, the way some of these other people are doing it right now. Sit in front of a camera and just say, you're soft, you don't play hard, and they have no idea what Anthony Davis is feeling. You don't think AD wanted to go yesterday? Well, they did. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm, I'm just asking. I, you think I, if AD I, could have gone yesterday, he wouldn't have gone? I think – I'm not going to give away this because this was said to me in confidence at one point. But a 
Hall of Fame NBA player told me one time about a current NBA player who's missing a lot of time, and this is not Anthony Davis. He was not talking about Anthony Davis. But he said to me, this guy needs to understand that this is the NBA, that sometimes you don't feel good and you got to go, that you're not always going to feel very good. Sometimes it's going to hurt like hell and you got to go, okay? I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Slee, but there's a giant butt in here. This isn't one guy doing it. This is a lot. This is a lot of people doing it. This, and, and here's the other it's a part. Popular, it's a popular thing to I, have right I, now. I, Everybody's I going, well, going with I, the wind. I get that, but there's also that it might be true. There's also that uh, these guys know things. These guys don't say things unless they know things. Let me put it to you this way. Calling out a player, any player, is kind of taboo. Calling out a great player, you almost never see it. And now there's a line around the corner of guys lining up to call him street clothes and the guy saying they don't have any icy hot in the leave in L.A., of guys saying that I don't know if he's got the dog in him, of guys now – because he, here, here's what's happening. To your point, he was really good last year in the finals. You know, to your point, could have been the MVP, and I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. He would have said, yep, good choice. But when you're on the Lakers and when you're unavailable, it's glaring. It's obvious. You can miss time in New Orleans, and nobody really cares because New Orleans sucks. There are no expectations. But when you wear that Laker uniform and you're the best player on the team or damn close, which he is, and you don't go – and at, here, here's the other part, too, Slee. Everybody's singing from the same book. They're, the, the other book that's saying, hey, look, he's hurt. He can't. I, I didn't hear it. I, I certainly didn't hear it but nearly did, as did much it, as the other Charles side. Say it? Didn't Charles say it when he said, well, why are they even flying out there? I've seen groin injuries are seven to ten days. He should be back in L.A. getting treatment. I, I, I think try, what I, he's I, getting at, and I'm, try, I'm trying to read Charles's mind here a little bit, but I think I know where he's going. He's basically saying, look, if you're healthy enough to go out there, you're healthy enough to play. If you can't play, stay here and stay home. If you're so hurt you can't play, what are you doing out there? If you're healthy enough to warm up and try it and give it a shot, then maybe you should go. I, that, that's what I think he's getting at. And it's not just Charles. It is a chorus of people that are saying, yes, he's great, but. And the but we all know the but. And I've said this to you. Once you notice how often he's on the ground, it's really hard not to see how often he's on the ground. It is at a rate that is exponentially more than the other guys on the court. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not he doesn't here. like to play the I'm... five. He likes to play at the perimeter. All of these things together tell you a story, and the story is street clothes. Trav, I'm not here to tell you that Anthony Davis has the pain threshold of a one Kobe Bryant that after he tore his Achilles was going to step up and hit two free throws. I understand that. I'm not crazy to think that. But I think the part that triggers me is people actually think Anthony Davis, if he could have gone yesterday, chose not to because his pain threshold is at a at a moment where he doesn't think that um, you know from a from a pain perspective that like like taking the easy route and saying, well, I'm just not going to go in Game Five. I don't I, believe I don't, that for I don't one think second. It's, I don't think it's that or that. I don't think it's all play hurt or it hurts too much. I, I think it's this idea of I'm willing to push and try and see. I think that's where the disconnect, that's where the gray is. So there's there's a lot more here. 877-710-ESPN. We'll get your thoughts on all this as well. But my favorite segment of the day, of the week, of really the history of talk radio, Talksley is coming up next. Or I should Talksley. Asksley. Talksley is just what change you it. do Don't worry. on the other thing. No, Asksley is better. Asksley coming up next. 710-ESPN. <laughs> It gets me every time. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. You ready, Slee? I got a little heated there.
I like it. Yeah, it's we okay. got a little heated in that conversation. That's uh, that's something Davis we got to continue. We got to continue that in the 10 a.m. hour. Let's do it. Let's go. We'll see. We, we, we may do Ask Slee for an hour and 15 minutes. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this plays out. When I got this one, Slee, this okay. was going right to the head of the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Matt, and it says, Who will win the NCAA College World Series Tucson Regional? Hashtag Ask Slee. Slee, there okay. is a right answer here. I'm going to assume here – so I'm going to assume this is uh, an angle that involves a school that you may – okay, here's my first question. Is San Diego State in it? No, not in that regional and not in any of the regionals, actually. They didn't make okay, it. Okay, okay, just relax. We didn't need all those details, <laughs> right? Just, no, they're not, in, they're not in that region. Well, I like to provide um, context. UCSB uh, yes. is taking it. Yeah, that one is uh, – that's a no-brainer right there. I know a couple uh, former pitchers that used to play for UCSB, good friends of mine. Good friends of mine. <laughs> there you go. All right. Go Gauchos. They take on uh, Oklahoma State in game one of that regional. One o'clock on Friday. You can see that on ESPN3, Slee. You're welcome okay. to come over to Casa de Rogers, and I'll cook you some food. I'll give you some beers. It'll be a good day. It's up to you. Um, I'll, I'll call you. Don't call me. No, <laughs> I had a feeling. All right. Let's go to this one. This one is from Vinny, and Vinny says, hashtag Ask Slee. Do you hate Ask Slee more now or when it first started? Oh, 100%. 100% when it first started. When it first started, I was like, what are we doing here? What, first of all, I don't have any interesting answers. This is not that good of a segment. But, uh, Travis, I, I believe in you, and you pushed for it, and uh, I'm, I'm much more comfortable now. Much Good. more comfortable I'm, now. That I, I, I'm glad that you're more comfortable, but I'm also a little disappointed that you I know like you it are. more than you used to. Sure. So sure. I'm a little conflicted. Uh, this is from Francis. If AD's nickname is Street Clothes, what is your nickname? And Slee doesn't count. Hashtag Ask Slee. Doesn't somebody else have to give you a nickname? That, Good answer, by the way. That is a great answer because self-given nicknames Paul, Paul, Paul are really bad can't luck. get away from a nickname he gave himself. I mean, the last thing you want to do is give yourself a nickname. Well, the best part was when Carmelo under his breath go, eh, "Too late now, brother. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't change it now." That you did that to yourself. Did you so have, uh, did you have a nickname growing up? I not really, other than T. Raj when I was playing baseball a little yep. bit in high school and college, but th- that's about it. I haven't had a, a bunch of good nicknames. Uh, Travis doesn't lend itself to a ton of great nicknames. Uh, Travis, such a <laughs> Travis Rogers. Like, I, right. There's it's, a certain way I want to say it too, you know, salsa <laughs> well, verde. Uh, <laughs> see, you're starting to understand it. You're starting to get it. Big uh, Al, here, uh, Big Al was. Uh, I got Big Al back in the days, maybe works. in high school a little bit. All right, here we go. This is from TFP. This is perfect. Did leaving the game early last night like a Dodger fan mean that LeBron is officially an L.A. guy? <laughs> LeBron did walk off the court before the end of the game last night, went into the locker room with a few minutes left in the game. So is he officially L.A. now that he leaves early? Can I tell you something funny? Yesterday when that was happening, you know, I'm watching TV, and this is no joke. This is what happened yesterday. Second half, about third quarter, I'm seeing on TNT – um, you know, we got the game on, obviously the Laker game, but I listened to John and Michael during the call. So I reference them when I'm doing all the stuff that I'm doing. I'm looking, and it keeps showing the Denver-Portland game. I changed the channel, okay? I had another Laker game up to my left, but you better believe I was watching Portland and uh, yeah. and, and Denver, Denver, you know, finish off that game. Which but window I, was bigger? Which window was bigger? Uh, Portland and Denver. <laughs> For sure. I was actually getting ready to put up a box score for them too. I'm like, you know what? Let's just shift the whole. Let's shift the whole post game. Should have just did a pre a post game for him too. <laughs> and look, there, there's okay. more to talk about. That's for sure. So, right. so, so the LeBron portion. You're talking about him walking out of you yeah. know the tunnel, leaving five minutes. I'm like, yeah. where's he going? 
I, I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea. There was no context to it. Look, if, if any of us could have left, we probably would have wanted to leave. He's LeBron James. He can do whatever he wants. I, uh, I have no ill will to worry. Here's one from uh, Ryan. When a, buddy, when a buddy repeatedly uses the excuse, I'm just really busy these days to, de- <laughs> to decline invites for drinks and golf, is that code for his wife won't let him? <laughs> Hashtag ask sleep. I think then you got to start texting his wife. Hey, <laughs> I know what's going on. I know. I understand. But let the guy out for just a couple hours. Just give him a couple hours. By the way, if you do that, if you can start getting the wife of all, the, the wife doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to be the bad cop. So she, you're on your way to getting your buddy if uh, if you go, if, if you reach out to the wife. Do Okay. Uh, do you have a go-to excuse when you can do something, but you really don't want to do something, but you don't want to say, I don't want to do something? Do you have a go-to, ah, oh, man, I'd love to? Because I have I have mine, and it's it's the best one in the world because what do you it's, have? it's quasi-legitimate. My thing is, oh, man, I'd love to, but the kids, blank, blank, blank. Right, doesn't matter. The kids has a school play, a music recital, a baseball game, uh, a race. Uh, uh, it could be anything. It, it doesn't matter, especially because I have three children. Yep. I've got lots of excuses. For, oh man, I'd love to, but um, you know, Junior's getting his uh, his teeth pulled, and I need to be there for him. So you can just make up whatever you want. I use work a lot. I use work a lot. If I don't want to, if I gotta like make an excuse, and they might even say, "But Lakers aren't playing for two days." I know, but here's the thing. So for the pregame, prep. I gotta prep. I have to prep. <laughs> gotta watch every game. Absolutely. All right. Here comes another one. This is from Drew in West LA. Does Slee conduct a series of tests prior to approving the bottle of wine that the waiter is <laughs> awkwardly holding? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I told my girlfriend um, about the story about you know. If you if you go to a restaurant, remember I said like I don't want to be sitting like looking at the bathroom and there's paper right. towels on the floor at a high end restaurant. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not that's not what I, I don't want to see a Windex bottle with my left eye while I'm cutting into my ribeye. <laughs> Sit me somewhere else, okay? <laughs> and, yeah, industrial cleanser. So I, I had I had people start tweeting me about that. The wine thing is funny because I don't know enough about wine, right? So even if I did the whole thing. And I'm 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 uh, I'm moving the glass and I'm smelling the wine, all that stuff. I wouldn't know what the hell's going on. So if if you send me the wine, I'm I'm keeping the wine. So here's the move, okay? I, because I'm not super far off. I I love wine, and we'll my wife and I'll get a bottle of wine. When we go out to dinner more often than we won't. I mix um, a bourbon but, and say, "Oh, this is good. This is, sir, it's you, Maker's Mark. What do you mean it's good? It. It's Here, here's the move. It'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. Right? You, you <laughs> hold it just by the stem. Right? You don't hold it by the the, the bulb." You hold it by the stem. I hold it with two hands. I have two hands on it. <laughs> okay, you're off to the right. And I'm side. shaking. You swirl it aggressively, not this little pansy thing where it just barely moves. <laughs> you give it an aggressive swirl so it coats the inside of the glass. You tilt it so you can see the light through it, right? Then you take a very small sip. You move it around. You go to kind of do the... You swish it. You swish right, it. Right. You move it around, and then if you really want, you go... To get the air into it, and then you look at the waiter, and you don't say a word, and you just... Nod your head once, just you know it's and then, you know you know and then be, you, and then they'll very then they'll pour the lady first. That's you know what would be the baller move is you did everything that you just did, and no matter what it tastes like, whether it tastes good or no, it tastes good or not, you just always no. No, can no, you? This isn't just. Mm, this isn't no, work. Not really my thing. Not really no. my thing at all. all right. Where are we, like, sir? Uh, you're at Applebee's. Okay, just. <laughs> well, Applebee's, yeah. I'm sure, has a just very very fine uh, wine. It's our house wine. 
One more. This is from uh, Ryan Laguna. <laughs> if Slee was Jack Tripper, just real quickly, do you know who Jack Tripper is? Three's Company, right? Okay, good. Yeah. If Slee was Jack Tripper, are you a Chrissy or a Janet fan? Hashtag Ask Slee. Okay, I got I to gotta make sure it's the right one. Uh, Chrissy I was think... Suzanne Summers and Janet was Oh, yeah, the Chrissy. Woman. No question about Chrissy. Yeah. Yeah, the Chrissy, correct yeah, answer yes. is Terry, who showed up later after Chrissy had tried to go move her own show. Terry was the uh, You don't have to do that every right time. There. You don't have to say the correct answer every <laughs> time about everything. It could be food-related, anything. Always, You always lead off with, well, Al, the uh, correct answer is. I'm like, okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, I just like to make – I like to educate people, not just you, but I like to make sure that everybody knows the right answers. Good All right, questions. the Lakers – Good questions. They, those were very good. The Lakers get clobbered last night. Um, LeBron's taking it. Dennis Schroeder's taking it. But nobody is taking it more than AD. Is the criticism of street clothes fair or unfair? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.